0: everybody, welcome to Grounded And welcome back after a week off I, My name is Craig and sitting across from me is Brandon And we're glad to be here The uh, weather is a little bit more agreeable than what it has been uh, over the last few days And right now it's like 55 degrees But uh, what about that weather on Saturday? Like a high of 33, rain, <sighs> sleet, wind uh, it, I, it was uh, crazy
1: That's what I say uh, That's what I say Well, and I just came back from sunny south florida too oh let so. me stop
0: you there brandon just came back from another vacation. another but anyway, yeah yeah
1: again i'll ask you the same question i asked you yesterday mm-hmm. how many sundays have you been gone this year one how many sundays have i been gone this year
0: five one okay <laughs> okay <laughs> well before we get into all that i just wanted to to say that we are actually drinking coffee we are and, and it was actually sent by mail from my son, Dustin Brads, who lives in Cincinnati, and he uh, he has never tried this before, but he has heard about it, and he wanted us to try it. And the name of the coffee is? Gorilla Espresso it's from Jungle Gyms. From Jungle Gyms. If anybody – have you ever been to Jungle Gyms? I have not. If you are in the – It C- just C- sounds fun. Well, it's absolutely fun. You should actually take your kids there, and um, this place is phenomenal. It's like a – I can't even describe it. There's just so much at Jungle Gems you can get lost. I mean, if you actually peruse the entire store, Mm -hmm. it may take you three or four hours. This is how big it is. But you can get almost anything there at any given time. I mean, if you go up and you're like, I want ostrich meat or buffalo or shark or you name it, they've got it.
1: I've heard shark is really good. Shark is really
0: good. I've had it. I've had sharks. We need
1: to take a trip. I want some shark. I bet that'd be good in the Blackstone.
0: (laughs) Well, it is starting to... The weather is turning now, finally. There. So
1: I think it's time to it's, start. It's getting there. Getting that right.
0: Yeah, I bet that would be good. I need to make
1: stand. a trip to Mosher's, but they don't have shark meat or
0: ostrich. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. Buffalo. Have you had buffalo? Buffalo is good.
1: I have. I actually have a pack of buffalo burger in my freezer that I picked up from um, White Feather Meats up in Crescent, Ohio, okay. which is where the bearded butchers are.
0: So Jungle Jim says everything. The, the only thing they may not have, you may have to put in a special order, is possum. And but they may have it on hand. <laughs> You and Possum, man. You and,
1: this guy's crazy. So back to the coffee. Yes, back first to the coffee. First of all, first of all, thank you, Dustin, yeah, for the coffee. Appreciate that. It's, it's pretty good, actually. It's, I, I'm a fan, I've, I've become a fan of the kind of that espresso blend,
0: too. And it's a dark roast, which I like. Right. And the espresso, I do like the espresso part. So yeah, if you have never tried that, and it's the, uh, it's from Jungle Gems, and it is the dark roast gorilla espresso coffee. Mm -hmm. And, um, you ever get a chance, just, uh, I'm sure you can order it online, but it is very good. Yeah, it's nice and smooth. It is very smooth, and I'm glad we got the whole bag so we can have more anytime we want. Exactly. You'll come so, in tomorrow, the
1: bag will be gone. You'll be like, Where'd that bag go? Like I drank three pots of coffee yesterday afternoon. He's, and you know what? He ain't lying. He's not lying. <laughs> I've had a half a pot already. <laughs> I believe that. Of the
0: that was Black Rifle A K espresso, so I'm all espressoed up. You are espressoed up, and I'm gonna tell you you needed it this morning because when I came to the church, we had seven hundred kids in this building. We did have seven hundred plus At like elementary 8-15 school stuff. Yep. in the morning. Yep. Eight fifteen in the morning,
1: seven hundred kids.
0: Yep. So you want to tell them about that? Yeah, no, we um,
1: we serve as as an evacuation building if something were to happen at the schools and they needed to. Um, I'm getting my actually my Honeywell phone call right now on that, letting the parents know that it was just a drill. Okay, um, but we serve as an evacuation point where if something were to happen and um, you know maybe the the power goes out or you know maybe something more intense, less intense, but they they can't stay at the school, they evacuate them to here to the church right and um, then like if something were really to happen the parents would pick them up here and they've got their checkout process we just serve as the vessel um, but they do every now and then they will do a test run a drill right and um, no one knows this um, is just
0: a drill for what just just anything just, just, just a drill? Yep. Just, just, just just an evacuation An drill. evacuation
1: drill okay. getting them out of the school onto the buses bus to here in the building set down listening being good. Um, and, and they are, I mean, for 700 some elementary school students, they,
0: they do a great job, but let's be really honest about this. Okay. Can I, can I say this? When one of the teachers came back and said, there are three kids in the bathroom, <laughs> like up chucking, <laughs> I immediately thought, oh great, here we go. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know that that was a
1: sickness thing or just an overwhelmed, yeah. um, anxious. Well then deal. I
0: about joined him because I was overwhelmed when I heard that. Right,
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. But so. no, that was,
0: that was exciting. The building was rocking and rolling mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it was, man, it was being well used. So that's awesome. Yeah. So they got them out of here quick though. They did. They do a good job. That they was smooth job, actually. wasn't mm-hmm. it? it was very smooth. Yeah. That was smooth. Teachers did a good job. Mm-hmm. Sheriff's department did a good job. How many sheriffs were here? Maybe four? Three, I think four. three or four. Yeah. Yeah. When I pulled in and saw all the sheriff's cars out there, I was like, that's it, man. They've come to get branded. It was, it's, it's over. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And here I am. And here you are. So um good week. Um you got back last uh Wednesday, Wednesday yep. night. And mm-hmm. um so how was the vacation?
1: It was very good. It was warm? It it was very warm. Mm-hmm. We um where we were, they hit a record high ninety three, I think, on Monday. Mm. It was beautiful. Mm. We went on an airboat ride one night. We played putt putt the last night we were there. Went out to eat a couple different times. Allie and I actually got to go on a date. Um Tom and Annette kept the kids and we got to go out on a on a date, so we went to dinner. That was good. Nice. Doesn't happen very often. Right. So no, it was good. The weather the weather was really good. And down there, i you know, just we did have one day where You went to the beach, correct? We went to the yeah. beach, we had a pool there in the community that we were at, and so um yeah, we went to the beach three times, I think. We got up early one morning, our family did, and Tom and Annette, and we went to Tiger Tail Beach and um i think it snowed three times where you were gone i think it did actually the very first morning that we were there i sent a picture i sent a snapchat out of me drinking my coffee on the front porch sunshine and blue skies beautiful a couple of white clouds in the background and um within like two minutes i got pictures from two or three of my buddies on snapchat of the snow in their front yard yeah yeah bragger it was it was great (laughs) I, i loved it um, but yeah, no, we went, we got up early one morning and went and looked for sand dollars and we ended up, I ended up with like 20,000 steps that day. Did you bring the sand
0: dollars back? We did. Did, did you want one? Okay. Well, yeah, sure. I'll bring you one. It was always nice to put on the back of the commode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Sorry. I don't go. either. Wow.
1: I've got a couple on my desk, but <laughs> <Right>. I didn't <laughs> think to put one there. On the back of the commode. Right? Like a sandy thing, you know, or I don't know. Must be a Cincinnati thing. It must be. <laughs> So no, it was good. It was good to be away. It's always good. And and I know I kind of mentioned this coming out of my extended stay at that, um, that one, you know, really nice resort down in Dublin when I was down there for uh, five days. Mm Um, oh, Dublin Methodist when I was there.
0: It's a pleasure (laughs) cruise. Yeah, pleasure cruise. (laughs)
1: Um, but you know, it is nice to be able to go away and not to have to stress over, you know, are things going to be taken care of? You know, yeah, things probably wouldn't run the same way they would if I was here. But I know that they're gonna be well done and, and you know, James and Jocelyn mm-hmm. and Linda and Allison and Todd, they all did a great job on For sure. on their end and you know, and you, you got you to do that uh, either.
0: And you got to watch it on you got to watch church on got, home we church. watched church live on home church. That was nice and crazy, isn't it? It is.
1: its it is and we've said this before, it's a great tool to be able to use if something happens and you're not able to be here just to stay caught up and to be able to worship but I missed the people. I really did miss the people. That's maybe you, some, maybe, but the rest of the you, you people, missed, for sure. You, you missed
0: some of us. Some of it.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it was, it was good though. <laughs>
0: That's good though. That's fun. Yeah. And, um, so you guys were gone about a week. That went fast that week. I thought it did go fast. It went very fast. Yeah. That was good. Though. A lot happened in that week too. Got yeah. to watch two, uh, North Carolina basketball games while we were down there. Yeah. Sorry about your luck, but you did go to the final game and you know, Kentucky got blown away in the very first round. Mm -hmm. You and your team made it further than I think anybody expected.
1: Yeah. So I I told Jordan, Jordan was a little upset. She's, man, she was cheering them on hardcore. We had our North Carolina shirts on, you know, sitting there watching them and trying to be as quiet as we could because some of the people in the house had went to bed. But, um, you know, I told her, I said, Hey, that's pretty daggone good for a bubble team. I said a month yeah. ago, people were saying, "Oh, they're not even going to make the tournament." And So they they've got a lot to to be happy about. Hubert Davis, because they didn't lose by much. No, they should have won. They were actually winning with. They were up by fifteen at half. They were, and I thought, "Oh, that's this game's over." Yeah, and um, it's never over. Someone over. jinxed them, and and he he's admitted to it. And you know, I won't call any names out, Corey Smith. Um, but he, he texted me at halftime and he was like, Oh man, this game's over. I've got an early morning in the morning. Congratulations. I'm going to bed. Yeah, he did. And so then I talked to him. Um, I don't know. It was Thursday or Friday this past week. And, and he was like, Hey, um, I've got to apologize. I'm like for what?" (laughs) cause I forgot that he, he sent me that text. He goes, well, I sent you that text and then they come back and they lost. And so, but no, I, it's been a good year for them, a growing year. Oh yeah. Um, Hubert Davis's first year at, at the helm, and I'm excited to see, not even basketball wise, but I'm excited to see what he does with that team. Hubert's a Christian, very outspoken about that. Um, and he, he credits, you know, kind of that to when he was there under. Dean Smith and Bill Guthridge they poured into them they encouraged right. their players to go to church on Sundays and Hubert was at a tough spot in his life but because they encouraged him he went to church his life was changed right um, and, and so it's it's been neat to see that journey of just yeah. his you know his positive Christian attitude mm-hmm. yeah I think that that's going to rub off on those guys too and, oh yeah you know bigger than basketball he oh, is making yeah. an impact in their lives. Um, oh, yeah, a lot beyond better. what he may, may ever know. And so, so that's neat. But yeah, no, it was a good run and I'm not upset at all. I've got to get on and order Jordan and I final four shirt So <laughs> I promised her a final four
0: shirt. And now we're on to baseball and your team <sighs> and my team first see, first four first, games yeah. of the year split it two and two. So uh, I was shocked. Congratulations. That, yeah, you too. Because I was shocked. I thought the Braves actually would take three out of four, but. Only, uh, we split it two and two and I think the Braves are a lot better team they than, are. than yeah. what they actually played. But the thing about the Braves is, is that, uh, they're still working out their issues. They have some issues because the Braves are, they're down Freddie Freeman. So you, you're missing him despite all the things that you read and everything coming out and, and all that. He's out of the clubhouse and he's out of that lineup. So that's a different feel for that team. And then we have the other guy here. Your young guy, Ronald Acuna, <laughs> Acuna. but where's he at? I don't, where's I, the guy at? I, don't I know mean, if he's, he's still vanished hurt. off the
1: face of the planet, other than his Twitter account. Yeah, I don't know if he's still hurt or what, but I will say I am excited now that I've seen him play. About Matt Olson, yeah, he's a
0: good player and um, hit his
1: first home run yesterday, and that was line drive tattooed over the center field wall, like just it got out of there like that. Yeah, so we'll see.
0: Well, yeah, and, and, and that's true. And, um, I, I, I actually just didn't, you know, the whole thing with Freddie Freeman, you know, leaving and going to, to the Dodgers. And, and I guess, uh, Ronald Acuna had this interview and kind of blasted Freddie Freeman. And Freddie Freeman was kind of shocked. Did you yeah. read the comeback from Freddie Freeman? No. It was actually, um, I, I thought it was really good. I thought he was good. He was like, I, I love Ronald Acuna. He's like, I, he goes, yeah. He said, you know, there's a couple times, you know, him, our age differences, me and being there. And, you know, the Braves have a, a, a certain standard for their organization. You can't do this. You can't do that. And he would come out and do that. And he said, yeah. And, you know, I would say something because it is it is what it is. It's it's right. a part of that organization's protocol. Yeah. And um, and he said, so, you know, yeah, I would call him out. But he said then I would always hug him and all that. So he's like, I, I don't have a beef with him. He said, so I, I love him. Yeah. And he said, I hope he has a great year. So I thought his comeback. Was good. Still doesn't mean I have to like him.
1: Well, you know, deep down inside, you do. But anyway, if he would have went anywhere else, even the Yankees. But why the Dodgers? See, if if he went to the Yankees, you would have been like,
0: oh, anybody but the Yankees. Why not the Dodgers? Right. I (laughs) probably you're you're probably right. He can't can't go to the Yankees because Anthony Rizzo is at the first base at the Yankees. True. Yeah. True. I you know I kind of like Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, he's a punk, but he is. Yeah. Yeah. Hope he's not listening, but I doubt he is because <laughs> he's like 6'5", I think, right? Uh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He'd be shoving Richwood
0: tomorrow. Exactly. Who's a punk now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but funny. no, so I'd, hey, the baseball season's up, up and uh, running. And, and what about Albert Poole's going back to the Cardinals? I saw that. I saw something, some, who went to the Cardinals
1: to play with him. There was somebody and I'm like, to play with him or for him? Is he a manager? Yeah, I think, uh, well, this is Poole's last year Yeah and um, I thought
0: last year was his last year It should have been And um, this is Yadier and Molina's last year Okay And so they're losing two big you know, oh, names Oh, man so.
1: now, now who am I going to have to be mad at When I watch the Cardinals games next year? Right?
0: You don't like Yadier?
1: Uh, he's one of those guys that uh, He's a phenomenal catcher He's just, you know, he's a punk. He's a, I think he's a good guy. If
0: Yadier would come sit in here with us right now, he'd leave here and you'd be like, that's the most awesome guy on the face of the planet. (laughs) No, I,
1: I, he's just a good player. It's one of those things where, you know, the Braves and the, and the Cardinals have battled over the years and. Exactly. So.
0: So what else is going on? Not a whole lot, man. It's been a good week. Um, I did something I, I'm you know if you know me well you know I'm not on any social media Oh whatsoever. yeah I hate social media I was floored and I joined snapchat you did <laughs> I mean okay so it's not really it, it's, it's no different than you and I texting exactly, back and forth right, Anyways, ways right exactly but, I, I don't really understand why we just don't text you know but we you know
1: What's well, more fun? Because then you can put the words across it and your little bitmoji. See, and on I don't it. know how to do that. so you have to, to show you. me. I have no here, idea how to do that. <laughs> I will
0: give you a Snapchat tutorial because I am all so impressed when I see those. I'm like, how do they do that? And I've tried to do that, and all these colors pop up and right. Like and I rude. sent you the one yesterday of my MooMoo car wash. Yeah, I'm my, like, how does he do with that? With my bitmoji at the bottom with the flowers, and yeah, I'm like, these guys are so talented. Now I'll tell you who's really good at the Snapchat. It's Clint Malloy. He is. Like I'll get these Snapchats and he's just, is I, that well, something wow. to be proud of? Like, well, I'm, yeah, I, I don't know if it's to be proud of, but that's impressive, you know? And I look at his Snapchat like rating and he's, he's got like 18,562. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of Snapchats. Mm-hmm. I'm at 120. Well, you're, you're a baby. You, you just started. <laughs> yeah. No, that was fun. You,
1: <laughs> we were in Florida when you, you started that. Right. And I'm like, oh no, I was sitting on the porch. I remember exactly where I was when, when it, Popped up on my phone. Greg Brad wants to be your friend on Snapchat, (laughs) and I said, "Oh no!" And Allie was like, "What?" I'm like, "Craig just joined Snapchat." She was like,
0: "Oh, this is gonna be dangerous." (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So if you're on Snapchat, you want to hit me up or Brandon up? Go for it. We'll we'll see what we could do. Yeah. So no, we um we had a good time. It's it's good to be back here. It was good. Good 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 day yesterday.
1: Um, thought it was a really good good day yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, really good. We were packed. We were very packed.
0: That second service was like. Oh, man. I, I, if anybody else came in, they were going to have to go to the front row. Yep. And, um, yeah. Well, I saw Kevin Beale
1: come in. Yeah. Kevin and Amelia came in just we're a smidge row. late. Yeah. And, um, and they were I'm not calling you out for that, Kevin. I'm just saying you walked in later. Um, but yeah, they were kind of walking around the edge there and, um, they were like, where are we going to sit? Exactly. I could see him. Yeah. when I
0: was there up front. Well, so. what was funny is, um, you know, if you're coming in the, you know, to the back over on the right hand side, which the stage would be the left hand side. But if you're walking in in the right hand side, even before you guys got up to do the countdown, that side was already full because people were walking over there and they went over to the other side that normally sat on that side. Right. So they were crammed in there. It was. It was good. And, and man,
1: singing. New faces, singing. New faces. They, they were singing well. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: So, it was a good day.
1: It was a good day. So
0: yeah, we were packed and it's good to see a packed house. Yeah,
1: it was good. I got a letter to write this week. Okay. I was going to write you a letter. Okay. Yeah, I know. No, I'm canceling my Disney Plus. Go for it. I don't know what that was. It's, it's not like somebody someone, just fell. I think someone broke in. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm canceling my Disney Plus. They've made me mad. Yeah,
0: they have so, definitely gone woke.
1: Oh, they've been woke, but this, this last years. little stint has, has pushed me over the edge, you know, and, and I've told people it's like, you know, They Disney should provide me and my family with entertainment. Right. That's their sole responsibility. Their job is not to parent my kids. Their job is not to decide what is right for my kids politically, what is wrong for my kids politically— um, when they came out and their—I don't even know if she's their CEO, whatever she is—was talking about how it was her goal to have as many LGBTQ transgender minority roles in their movies coming up. It was just like, what's your—you're you're supposed to provide entertainment,
0: yeah. And you know, if you listen to the media, you listen to the government, the White House, you listen to, um, let's say. Like Disney, these major corporations, mm-hmm. you would think that 98% of the population of the world is LGBTQ mm-hmm. and that's what we are. And exactly. the 2% of us are out of our, out of our ever loving minds. Right. And, but if you look at it legitimately, it's what the media, they're in control. The government's in control. So this is the narrative that they're pushing. But exactly. I'm guaranteeing you it is not like that at all. No. And, um, and I think that eventually you know the places like disney and it's it's like uh it's like the um i don't think they care about the normal person right. I, I because they're going to make money no matter what correct and um and until they get dinged hard with money and you know they're going to need like millions of people yep. to stop buying disney stuff correct stop buying the wallpaper to put in the kids yep. room the bed yep. the blankets the, the costumes, stuffed animals the stuffed animals buy the movies go support the movies go to disney yep um stop spending money there until that happens yep. they're they're going to keep doing what they're doing used to disney just hit it right and they've hit it for a long 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 mm-hmm. long time i can't expect I, I can't express that enough they they've I've known underlying right. that they've always right. been that way, but they've been more hidden about it. Right now, it's the thing to be open about. it. Exactly, and you know, I, and I think that's good. And, and I that's really the thing. do. I think it's good, great. I'm glad they're telling us straight up. Right, and that's the the thing
1: is, if the shoe fits on that side, it's got to fit on the other side. And Christians, I, I I'm going to encourage all Christians to pray about that because we have to step up and say, you know what, I'm not giving them my money. Exactly. You know, eight years ago, I quit giving Starbucks my money yep. because their CEO was talking about their stance on same-sex marriage. And and I understand that may be your stance, but then he comes out in that article and says, and if you don't agree with our stance on same-sex marriage, we don't want your business. Okay. Guess what?
0: Mm-hmm. I haven't had a drink from Starbucks in eight years. Yeah, you and me both in, um, Starbucks, um, you know, can we just get off on that for just a second? Yeah. Starbucks is one of those organizations too that were kind of the underlying at one point. They were, they, they were underlying, but over the line and then back under the line. Right. And so they were back and forth. And you're like, what, what are they? Mm-hmm. Do they? Do they, are they like this or are they not? Right. And not to just, you know, just kind of be honest, I think their coffee is garbage. It's not that great. I, I think it's like, let's go pick a handful of the dirt out here in the cornfield, throw some cream in it, and then that's Starbucks coffee. It mm-hmm. is like a bitter taste. Um, it is very bitter. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, overpriced. Um, right. and then you have these guys, you know, when they say that, you know, we don't, you know, we don't want Christians or whatever. Yeah, we'll and it. that's pretty much what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, Adidas is another one on my list
1: right now, which I don't buy really anything from Adidas anyways, but they've got a commercial out talking about... I thought that was Nike, but it's Adidas. Adidas has a commercial out right now talking about being a woman athlete, and and in there they talk about, you can be a trans woman athlete, and, you know, that's <laughs> okay, that's great, you know? But, <coughs> um I, again, I'm
0: teaching my kids what God's Word says is true. And, and, and that statement that you just made there... Makes no sense whatsoever. Right. I mean they defy science. The very people who are saying follow the science right. are defying the science exactly. right there. And let me just go one more thing, which I don't support, is the, the feminist movement. Right. But doesn't that slap the feminist it, it, movement it in the face? Absolutely. I mean why aren't the feminists out crying hard and yelling and They screaming. should be enraged. Right. I, I mean has that movement gone away now? And I don't support them. I think it's an evil organization. I Mm -hmm. think they're off the charts, off the rails. But what I'm saying is that if you're going to be what you say you're going to be, then be consistent. Exactly. And you should be outraged Mm -hmm. that we have males that are pretending to be females and swimming and doing all these things or whatever they're, whatever they're going to be doing from here on out that we have, you know, the, you know, athlete of the year for a woman is a man, yeah. And the lady of the year was is that mm-hmm. person in? I'm not going to even mention their name. Who's a man? Yeah. How's that possible? I mean, what world are we living in? If you, if you watch this on a movie 15 years ago, you would be like, "This is absolutely the stupidest thing mm-hmm. I've ever seen." And on that's life.
1: and that's a. Great I'm, and point I'm not even too. putting God in it at this right. Point. It's just right. stupid,
0: right? But
1: that's the crazy thing too. You said 15 years ago, if you would have watched this on a movie you know it'd have been like what am i watching exactly like just how rapidly satan has used this world to progress his schemes oh yeah is crazy exactly like 10 years ago you know you you had some of this stuff going on but it wasn't in your face and it wasn't praised right. like it is nowadays right right and, and so what what's what lays heavy on my heart is there are christians who may be new to the faith or they're not as deep as they they could be that are being swayed by that because they just don't mm-hmm. you know it sounds good mm-hmm. you know it's it sounds good it does sound good and and so they're being swayed into believing that that's true and it's it's sad what's well, the
0: whole thing you know evil is good and good is evil exactly. now and you um you have to take and you. If you look at this on a spiritual side And, you, and this is what we always have to do as a follower Exactly Christ, And you have to get your feelings And get your emotions And get your politics out of it mm-hmm. And so And I know some people think I'm political I am not political Can I just say I despise Literally despise Both sides mm-hmm. Nobody Nobody is in my realm of politics Of what I think it should be So I like nobody Absolutely nobody. So when I talk, I'm talking Democrats and Republicans. They're all they're all the same group. There are no we have no Democrats. It's one party. Yep. I, I I call it the uh, I call it the Uniparty. Now mm-hmm. there are no Republicans or Democrats. So when you look at things, you got to look at things as a from the spiritual side. Number one, what does God's word say? Exactly. Number two, what what is God's Holy Spirit revealing to me as I read this? So when I start looking at places like Disney, Starbucks, Walmart. Mm -hmm. All these high-profiles, Twitter, Facebook, I start looking at the White House, the government, and the media, and all those things. Every single one of those things that I just mentioned go totally 100,000% against God's Word. They are 100% the spirit of the Antichrist. They are being used by Satan to get his message out. Mm -hmm. Now, so once I have discerned that, and that's exactly what I have discerned, so now I I can expose that for what it is, and so now I just call, talk about here's where we have to go, mm-hmm. and I will use them in their stupid agenda, and their comments, and their wokeness, and whatever you want to call it, or right. whatever. And I will I will use that to say here's where we need to go. You cannot right. you cannot do this, and so when you look at it from a spiritual standpoint, you it becomes clear right because if you start saying okay I'm I, I know I want to do what God wants me to do but I actually you know I I you know my my feelings telling me I need to be a little softer on this well your feelings are going to lead you astray every single every single time so you're always going to have to go back to God's word um that's what I do right I go back to God's word if 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 I went on my feelings I would never say what I say yeah because it's not it's not easy I I'm not comfortable saying it it's uneasy I would never say but I have to, because mm-hmm. that's where God has put me in that place. And, you know, it is what it is. Right. And But you start engaging those things by God. So you're looking at, you know, from your standpoint, you know, we're we're going to withdraw out of, you know, Disney Plus right. and We're going to do this and I'm going to send a letter and I'm going to, you know, whatever. Well, that's the decision that you have made. Correct. When you have come, you know, it's like we talked about yesterday. We, we come under the mission of Jesus Christ. If I come under the mission of Jesus Christ. You know, people have to realize that through all of this, that these things that the government and Disney and Starbucks and these big high-profile tech companies and the media—they are going against God. What, what they're promoting is sin. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ came to this world to go to the cross, to die on the cross for the very thing that they are trying to push in your face mm-hmm. as being right. And so this is the big ploy and scheme of Satan. This is not political. This is satanic. Correct. And so Satan has to be, you know, we have to expose that. And so we're going to get hit hard mm-hmm. because nobody wants to admit that I'm a sinner. Right. Because the minute you admit that you're a sinner, you admit that you've done wrong. Right. So if, you know, I'm woke, if I'm gay, if I'm this, if I'm that, or whatever you want to call it, I I, I I don't care what you want to say. It's sin. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of gets back to the point of what if I was having an affair with somebody for the past six years Mm -hmm. and, you know, you come to me and say, Craig, you know, you can't do that. This is, you know, this is a sin. I'm like, who are you to judge me? Who are you to judge me? Who to say that's right or wrong? You know, even, you know, say my family approves of it. My wife approves of it. That Nobody. Why are you judging me? Why would you judge me? I'm not. I'm just pointing out, hey. This is a sin and you're right. living in sin and you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God right. if you are continually willfully living in And that's the truth sin. is if
1: you truly love someone, you should be able to have that conversation with them. You, you know, because if you, 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 everyone's throwing that around, well, you know, we've got to show love. Well, I do love you because I, I don't want you to go to hell. And, and I was going to bring up the same thing that you did. I'm not saying by any means that you and I are perfect. You and I both have sins and sin in well, our life. Well, you you're you may be more perfect than me. well. I was going to say you, but oh yeah. But no, you mentioned that yesterday in your message. You know, talked about you know you have sin in your life. You've had sin in your life. You know that you you've struggled with from I think you said 19 years of, of age, right? You know, there are things that you're going to struggle with. There are things that I'm going to struggle with. But the difference is is acknowledging, hey, this is a sin in my life. Mm-hmm. This is a temptation in my life that Satan is trying to mm-hmm. cripple me with, exactly. and I'm going to fight against it by the gift of the Holy Spirit. Right. By reading God's word, by prayer and by trusting in others who are going to help hold me accountable, who are going to help me through that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to acknowledge that, yes, this is a sin in my life. But Jesus came to free me from that. So I'm going to follow him. Right. And and that's, you know, that's the big the big difference there. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't just turn a blind eye and act like, well, you know, they can do what they want Mm -hmm. and I'll do what I want. No,
0: it's what does God's word say? Exactly. And here's the thing. The world's going to be the world. Exactly. And, and so for me to go out and preach, you know, this, I, I can do that and somebody may, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and I have done that. I've gone, I've talked to, I talk to groups of guys every single week and, you know, and I'll tell them this. And sometimes it takes a while to process. That's a different. But you also but, have a
1: relationship with them.
0: Exactly. But here at church, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to call you out. Right. I'm going to call your attitude out, I'm going to call that out because it needs to be called out because you are starting to slide down that hole of being woke yourself. Right. You can't be Jesus and woke at the same time. You can't be Jesus and support sin at the same time. You have to be Jesus, and you've got to say, you know what? By the power of God, His Holy Spirit living inside of me, because I know you and because I love Mm you— I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. And you know what? You can be loving. Yeah. You can, you can be absolutely. loving 100% because you do have a relationship with somebody. Right. And, um, so that's the point of all this. Uh, so that's like if you go to school, you go to work, you go you, you go in your neighbors. You have relationships with people. They still might not like it, but you can be loving, and you could. You don't have to go in you know hellfire and brimstone I mean, on exactly. the very first conversation. But you know what? You can actually backstory this. You can you can walk into this with the love of Jesus Christ. Point out what Jesus did. Point mm-hmm. out like the woman at the well. Point right. out right. The woman caught in adultery. Point out Nicodemus. Point out. Start pointing out people in real life and what has to happen, mm-hmm. and you know where where we go. Um, so it, yeah, I know it's not easy because, you know, I mean, come on, we, how do you not like Mickey mouse? And that's the thing. Donald duck. Goofy. And it's tough. I mean, literally, come on. But we've had that
1: conversation with our kids and we, we've told them, look, this is why we're getting rid of this. This is why we're doing this. And, you know, I think that's what, as a parent, that's what I'm called to do. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, I'm, I'm hopefully teaching my kids. That hey, this is what God's word says, right? And we that that's our guide,
0: that's our compass. God's word is our compass. Well, Matt, I think you hit the nail right on the head. And I think this is the that's the ball for everything is it's God's word. What does right. God's word say? And that's your responsibility as a parent mm-hmm. to talk to your kids. And and we always go back to God's word. And your kids are struggling. Your kids come yeah. back and say, "Hey, this is going on. What does God's word have to say? Correct. What does God want me to do through all this? Well, yeah. Here's here's what God wants." Yep, exactly. And if God's word is silent on that, then here's the thing, I'm going to follow God's spirit and if it goes against the attitude or the thinking of God, then it's then it's against God. Correct. Anything that goes against God in his word is totally Antichrist. Mm-hmm. So this whole agenda of the world, of the government, this wokeness and everything, it is a total Antichrist attitude. Right. And you know what? I know if somebody's listening to this and that's coming up in the next series, I'm going to talk about that. Um, some people are going to be mad at me. But you know what? Be mad at God. Exactly. Don't be mad at me. This right. is this. I, I didn't make it up. Mm-hmm. I make it up. I'm just following what God has, you know, what I'm trying to do in my life and hopefully that you're going to do too because yeah. the more the more that the Holy Spirit lives in the side of you and me and other Christians, the more the world is going to come to know Jesus Christ because I don't care what my true feelings are about a certain individuals, you know right, that are right. that have caused us grief, but literally I don't want to see anybody go to hell. Exactly. Because I know what the Bible says about it. I know it's for eternity and honestly, I don't want anybody to go to mm-hmm. hell it's i don't want to see anybody do that Agreed. at all agree so there's that yeah wow that that was good is that the end of the
1: podcast yeah thanks for joining us yeah nice little tangent there sorry about that goodness yes.
0: that's been in my crawl for a week so yeah well it has been yeah i think you texted me when you were in um i did when you were in florida yeah you texted me in Told me that you and Disney are having a big divorce proceedings. We we are. Yeah. It's just (laughs) waiting for the paperwork to get drawn up and everything yet. But, but no, and I, and like
1: I said, that's, you know, we have to stand. You know, we, we just, we just got through with that series, the last series, Stand Your Ground. Exactly. You know, we have to stand on God's word. We have to, as a Christ follower, we have to make some tough decisions sometimes. Mm-hmm. We have to go against our feelings sometimes. It's like, yeah, I love Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse and, you know, Dumbo and all that other stuff, whatever it is. Um, and, and so we have to stand. I've, I've seen quite a few though, um, Christians, quite a few people that I went to college with who were in the same boat that we are. And they're like, you know what? Been a good ride, but we're done, and and so but well, it's
0: like we canceled Netflix mm-hmm. after that whole. I never cutie, had it. Yeah, the whole cuties thing yep. came out where it was these young girls that were six, seven, and eight, and literally it's soft core porn, right. and um, it's just absolutely, I think, an abomination, and I think it. I, I think these people who made this, um, literally, are pedophiles, and I think instead of being praised, they need to be they need to be arrested, and um, so. The thing that, um, the thing that you had to do, and I, and I hated canceling Netflix. You know why? I love it. Right. Everything's on there that I want to watch. Mm -hmm. Everything. I was in the middle of a show and we canceled that. It was brutal. And, um, you know, uh, sometimes you got to put aside your feelings and you got to do the right thing. And so, you know, we've told people this is the reason why we canceled and same reason why you're canceling. Mm -hmm. I can't support this. And I even had somebody say, well, it's only one show, but it's only one show. Exactly. That's not enough, right that's not enough, right No that is enough. Yeah. One show is absolutely enough um
1: yeah, my heart just is heavy for our world too you know I, I read you know the account of like Sodom and Gomorrah, and it's like I feel like we are way past that, like like just what is God going to do what what's what's wait, uh, waiting for the other shoe to drop,
0: isn't it and Graham Lotz that said if God doesn't. Return soon. He's going to have to apologize to to Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's,
0: that's what we feel. Yeah. I don't know if it's right. And that's the thing.
1: I don't know how bad it was. I mean, obviously it wasn't good, but, but man, our just, our world today is is, corrupt and it's just, just, it's satanic. I mean, there's really no other way to say it, but it's satanic. Yeah.
0: I mean, I can't imagine what it had to be absolutely vile Mm -hmm. for that to take place because I can't imagine it not things i hear and see and just the craziness you know right. of all that but right so there we are guys what a, what, a, what a topic on monday morning there, yeah yeah so exactly they're with us right exactly yeah so we um yesterday was palm sunday palm sunday talked uh jesus submits to his calling yep and um talked a little bit about you know submission is a word that we don't really like come mm-hmm. on let's admit it we don't like it nope Nobody likes to say, hey, you gotta do this, you gotta submit. And basically, submission is, uh, uh, you know, brief definition is coming under the mission of something. And Jesus had to submit to his mission. And, um, we have to submit to the mission of Jesus Christ and what he's called us to do. And I think that as we submit to that, even some of the stuff that we have talked about already this morning, God is gonna clarify things for us and he's gonna direct our path through the, through his Holy Spirit and show us where, where we need to go. All he's, all he wants is our heart to submit right, at this point. Right. Right him to do that so yeah but yeah palm sunday is a good is a good uh it's just it's just a great it's just a great account it is of jesus and i didn't go into depth about that but isn't it amazing that some of the same people that are shouting hosanna are going to be shouting crucify him yeah. here in just four or five days i was
1: thinking that yesterday as you were talking and I, did, and, and, like, and I didn't i didn't bring that up yeah and then there's only so much that you can
0: exactly mm. but think about that yeah the same people who are shouting for him, why, why the change on that? I mean, did they get caught up in the feelings and the emotions of the whole thing? Did they Were they not really believing? It? Were they were they disappointed because Jesus it wasn't the person they thought he was going to be? He wasn't be? the
1: earthly ruler. And, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean,
1: but you look at, look at Peter. I mean, he went through the same thing, mm-hmm. you know,
0: where he denied Jesus three times. I mean, he is— he is like hellfire and brimstone. He was ready. I would never yeah, the, leave you. I'll never do this. I'll never. I'll yeah, the night go before the he burn. was
1: ready to kill people for him. And here he is like I don't know that guy. No, I don't know. And then he he curses. Like
0: yeah. the last person.
1: Exactly. Says he swears with an oath. Right. And so, you know, yeah, I have thought about that too though, just the you know, and did, you know, it says Jesus came back, you know, once he was resurrected and many people saw him. Like did he go visit some of those same people that were I know, yelling right? crucify him like know. you know i i would just love to know those types of i'm really hoping when we get to heaven like there's a projector screen of some sort and it's like hey god can you play this clip and it's like It'd i just want to know some of those things like
0: watching the real chosen right
1: exactly right yeah i watched a season two episode two last night of Good that stuff I, think I need to order a shirt like todd yeah well he's got, got a sweat sweatshirt shirt. i need yeah. a t-shirt because we're getting into the summer this months true so.
0: yeah you should but what about the verse yesterday that I read in you know um, in Luke nineteen forty one? This verse is um, crazy. As he approached Jesus Jerusalem, he saw the city and he wept over it. Mm. I mean, that shows you what I, I've heard a couple things about this, and I don't know what you've heard, but he's he's weeping over the just the process of everything. He's weeping right. over just the people aren't getting it. I, I've heard that he's weeping. Looking down the years, thousand years, two thousand years, and realizing what he is right. dying for, right. and he's just overwhelmed with emotion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you've heard, but I've heard so many things. Yeah, I've, I've heard, heard different that. things too, and it's just like
1: it. I, mean, I don't. I don't know. You know, I don't know that we'll ever know what he was weeping over. Right. But you know, you have to to maybe think maybe it was about the same people. You know, as he's coming in and they're praising him and yeah. screaming Hosanna. You know he knows those same people are going to be screaming crucify him exactly you know it's you don't know but you can just see that that passion that because
0: he knows you know, what's going on he, he knows, knows what's coming well and
1: that's what you talked about that you know with just the fact that he was submitting he wasn't he you said something along the line yesterday if he didn't get to the point where he, oh well you know these people are never going to get it i guess i'm going to have to die right it, for him to die on the cross was his that was his mission, his mission? from the beginning you know, he knew that. Right. He knew that was going to take place. It wasn't like, well, this didn't work. My teaching didn't work. So I guess I'll just have to do this. Exactly. The only way to be saved from our sin was for him to be our sacrifice with his blood.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, you know, he it
0: wasn't a surprise to him. No at all. But. Not at all. And, um, you know, th- talking about Jesus, you know, the people thinking he's going to overthrow the king. He's going to establish his kingdom. But Jesus's mission literally was to come to save us from our sins exactly. and to come to be this deliverer from our sins so that we can have the this direct access to God and be able to spend eternity with God. And, and I love that. I read a scripture yesterday and I really love this verse and, and I don't know why I love this, but it seems like every time I read it, it um it becomes almost. I don't know what the word is, Plainer. It it shows me a little bit more each time, but it's Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. It says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and the gate is wide for many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few are going to find it. What
1: do you think? That's one of my favorite verses, but it's a very convicting verse, too. You know, because I... I mean, let's just call it for what it is. There are times where I'm faced, you know, with that decision of, you know, what road, mm-hmm. <laughs> what path do I take? And sometimes it's easier to take the the wider path. Exactly. And, but, you know, it's just, it's very sobering too of, you know, the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a, only a few ever find it. And it's like
0: when you're on that narrow road, you're not going to see many people, right? Right. You're not going to see a whole lot of people on the narrow road. And, and when I see that road, it's not really it's the path is not smooth. Right. The path is hard. The path is up and down and there's rocks and hills and there's trials and temptations. And maybe then it smooths out for a little bit. Then you go back through stuff and, and it's going to be so easy to want to jump off that path. So, you know, the highway to hell is broad. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we see today. There's a broad road right now. And I think if it's, if was it's anything, it's as plain as day for me, how broad that road is right now and It's getting wider It's getting wider And I just when you think it can't get any bigger They add another lane Exactly It is just the craziest thing So Jesus's words really mm-hmm. And that passage really ring out to me Yeah And uh, I don't want to be on that broad road No,
1: absolutely <laughs> At all Yeah You talked about the sulha Yeah and that is something that I don't know that I've ever heard talked about before. Yeah, um, but just love
0: the imagery there of just it's a. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I got I got that straight from my Gospels professor. Okay, thirty 35- five. It's been longer, longer than that. It's been almost forty years ago. Yeah. Now. So yep. he was so top notch, and he taught us. He was one of those guys. His name was Sherwood Smith, and okay. he was one of those guys who was older at the time. He was. Uh, I called him in his last two years, and he would actually been there for thirty-five years. So that's oh, wow. the kind of guy that he was. So you're talking about a guy that was there probably late forties, early fifties, and I called him in '83 right. and '84, and so he taught. I was just, as a youngster of you know, being seventeen. I was mesmerized by the knowledge of this man and of what—and so I took—didn't do it in all the classes, but he was one of those guys that, to me, that seemed to walk so close to God. Right. And— so when he talked about Suha and the off and all that, I was just mesmerized by yeah. that. It was just, it just made it so plain for me. Right. Like as a 17-year-old. Exactly. It it so anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, me.
1: you're good. You're great. Um, but Suha means covenant table of reconciliation. Yep. And, um, you kind of went through some of the, um, biblical explanations of that and what, what that is, is when you are wronged by someone.
0: Like if, yeah. if, if, if I wronged you. Yeah. And that
1: was your, that was your explanation, <laughs> you know. You you did something to me or said something to me or you mocked me maybe or I'd never do that I don't know you wouldn't no oh, okay Um <laughs> vacations and all you know. yeah exactly <laughs> but you know yoga pants our earthly know. kind of expectations is you know if if I feel that you have wronged me mm-hmm. I'm gonna pout about it mm-hmm. I'm gonna get steamed up about it. I'm going to tell other people about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, complain about you to other people. I'm mm-hmm. going to be like, can you believe what Craig did to me? Can mm-hmm. you believe what Craig said to me? All the while, you may not even know that exactly. you've offended me. Exactly. You may not know that you have upset me, that you've hurt my little feelings or whatever. <laughs> um, and so this, this yes. suha, this process is the person who's been wronged goes to the other person and you have a meal together you eat and you drink and that person then says hey you know hey Craig when you did that to me that was, was was very upsetting and it hurt my feelings and and um and it took a lot you know for me to do this but you know what i'm going to forgive you of that it's wiped clean
0: exactly. i just
1: want you to know that how hard would that be?
0: Oh man. It's it's seriously. How hard is that? It's tough. It's very tough.
1: Um, I'm married. You're going against your feelings. I'm, I'm married. You're married. Exactly. We've all had to do yeah, that. Right, right, right. Um, right. but you know, that, that's such a great analogy. You look at, you know, you, you talked about, um, who was it? Um,
0: Jacob. Yeah. Jacob with Laban and, and Rachel and Rachel. And, yeah. And so he, you know, Laban, You called him a dirty dog. I did. He's a dirty dog. He truly is a dirty dog. I mean, seriously. Yep. I mean, to pull, he's a liar. He's a manipulator. Yep. He's, he's seedy. I mean, he's, you know, if he's being like that with him, he's being like that with other people. With other people, right.
1: I, I just think he's a jerk. Yeah. So Jacob, you know, wanted Rachel's hand in marriage and, and, You know, Laban said, Hey, you work for me for seven years. You've got it. And so he worked for him for seven years and then he gives him the, the older ugly, uh, ugly sister. sister. Yeah. And, um, and so then he was like, Oh, well, you know, it's not our custom to, you know, blah, 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 give the younger in marriage before the older is, is married. And so he's like, work another seven years and then you can have Rachel's hand in marriage. And I think he, he marries Rachel before that, but he still has to stay on and exactly and work for another seven years. So he has worked for 14 years. And at that point, he's like, okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I've served my time. I've paid my dues. He takes his wives. He takes his children. He takes his, his possessions and he goes to leave and he starts to head out and Laban catches up to him and he's, you know, throwing a fit again. And he's, and so, you know, Jacob, you said yesterday, Jacob had every right to. Punch him in, you said in the forehead. I'm thinking, I, did. <laughs> I was thinking the
0: nose, but. Well, I didn't want to get, I didn't want to get too brutal. There were kids in the room. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but that's not what he did. He deserved did. a throat punch. Exactly. That's for sure. Um,
1: but that's not what he did. You know, he, they come together and they, they, they have this meal
0: together. And, and by the end of it, Laban's like, okay, we're good. Yeah. And, and I think that's a good, and, and I really do love the uh that last verse that i read in that he's this is laban it says after they had eaten and they spent the night on the mountain laban got up early the next morning now this puts this whole verse in in real life for me and he kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and he blessed them and he left and he returned home yeah and i'm going to tell you something that extra little added verse in there yep that you, you know he probably got down on his knee probably hugged his grandkids and he kissed them cuz as a grandpa i can i can p- totally picture sure. that in my mind that makes this story like 100% real in my life right. i can picture that taking place that puts a real stamp um on that and I think that this is exactly what Jesus did for us in a, in a, in a nutshell. This whole story of, uh, Laban and Jacob and what took place there and Jacob, you know, uh, giving forgiveness when Laban didn't deserve it. Yeah. He literally did no, not he didn't deserve it. Absolutely. He gave it to him. He gave it to him. Yep. Brought up yesterday just briefly, you know, Joseph and his brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Suha. Yeah. And that's end. just, I love, we read that, you know, yeah. a month or so ago, a couple months ago now and, and just that. Yeah. That reconciliation there. Yep. And then brought the prodigal son. There's reconciliation there. Um, But the thing about it is, is that um, what Jesus did for us and what God has done for us is really that Suha. Exactly. And that is the thing that kind of puts it all together. And we need to realize that. We're the ones that did the wronging and he right. has, he has actually did this when we didn't deserve this. For sure. And that's why I like Romans 5-8. Well, you know, why we were helpless. Christ died for us. So I, I absolutely love that. Yep. But the thing that I, I think that when I branched out after that is I think I told everybody is that I don't want everybody to think because we like to think back in or we do think back in our lives, and we think back to some of the worst times of our lives, things that we did, we feel guilty and shameful. Right. We kind of mark our lives by the worst parts of our lives. And yesterday I said, Jesus doesn't get stuck on any given day of your life. right? And he doesn't mark you by your failures. Mm -hmm. He's not just stuck on your failures and the bad days um, of your life, and he's not going to define you um, by that. And I think that's why it's important that we realize what Jesus has done for us. Mm-hmm. There's this suha moment to where we can release that back to yeah. Him. And so we can walk away and not feel guilty and shameful. And we can not, you know, be uneasy or right. you know, worrisome right. or fearful about the past or anything. Um, I read a verse yesterday, which. I think went really well. At least I thought it did. Um, it's Revelation three twenty where Jesus says, Look, I stand at the door and I knock, and if you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and I love this part and we will share a meal together as friends. Mm, Yeah. This is suha. This is what he's trying to do, he's trying to reconcile. Yep, for you and I. Exactly. And I love
1: that imagery that you just gave of of not um, you know, dwelling on the past, not, you know, allowing that to defeat you. Um, to realize that, you know what, God has forgiven me of that. That doesn't mean that we can't take that and use it as motivation, mm-hmm. but we can't dwell on that and, and allow that to define who we are in Christ. Exactly. And exactly. I think that's the big thing moving forward.
0: So yesterday we did something a little bit different. And um, we did. We did uh, communion in the middle of the message, and I thought it went pretty well. Yeah, I, it did. I, I thought it fit well because um, I actually talked about, you know, Jesus and, you know, and I use that as a part of the message and where, you know, Jesus and the disciples on the night before he was crucified, they got together for the Last Supper. And so they had, you know, unleavened bread and that mm-hmm. represents, you know, sacrifice without sin. And and the thing about the feast of the unleavened bread is that this feast has been going on for a thousand years. Right. This thing right. has been going on forever. And it was done for they're getting ready for the Messiah. Yep. They're getting ready for the person who's going to come to um, to save them, and um, and I explained something called the off coming. Yep. Something else I got in Gospels class, which I thought really. I can't even explain how that kind of has put that in perspective mm-hmm. for me. I heard it as a 17-year-old. I'm going to be 57 in August, and even at 57, I'm still working that out. Right. So we're talking 40 years right. here that I've been working this out. And so the come in is, um, you know, they would take a corner of the bread, and they would hide a, a, that bread from sight. And it was a symbolic of the coming of the Messiah, where there's going to be this sacrifice without sin. And they hid that and then if there were kids in the house they'd have the kids they find to, it find if it was it. just adults then the person who ripped the bread would 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 bring that back out and they would talk about the one that that they're waiting on and and i think this is a very good depiction to let to have us lead into where we were going to have communion right to where jesus literally is the sacrifice of sin and this is what the the off coming, mm-hmm. you know, stood for. And I love the, again, the verse that I read in Luke 22, 19, where Jesus says, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Yeah. And so that's a perfect description of what they were doing, you know, when it comes to the feast of the, of the unleavened bread. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I don't know what, what do you think about when you come to communion? What goes to your mind like personally? First of all, I know I, it's hard for us yeah. because
1: we're so, involved. Right. But. Exactly. And that's what I tried to take some time yesterday after um after communion because I was playing guitar through communion and I came back and I had, you know, a communion thing right. there on the front row and and I just took some time um and, you know, just bowed my head and prayed. Um first of all, I give God praise. Yeah. Because I think more than anything, just the act mm-hmm. that that sacrifice that Jesus went mm-hmm. through, like I'll I'll never understand the magnitude of what he went through no and so for him you know yesterday we we're talking about jesus submits for him to submit as a human being to god's will to god's plan to be our sacrifice mm-hmm. um it, it just blows me away and so first of all i just thank god that jesus was willing to take my place right on the cross um and then for me i i just you know, if I have maybe an unrepentant sin, mm-hmm. you know, I, I ask for forgiveness for that. And, and I call that out for what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't just say, you know, the sin in my life. I try not to be generic. I try to be specific. Right. Um, that's, because uh, that's hard. It's brutal. It is hard. But but that, you know, you're right. It is brutal, but that it brings it to light mm-hmm. and it um, you feel the magnitude of it's easier that. for me to call your sin out than to call my sin yes. out sometimes. You exactly. know, you know what, I mean? yeah. I mean, you know what no, I'm talking absolutely. about? Yeah. 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 Um, and so, you know, kind of really focus on that. But more than anything, I just I, I try to picture Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and and but I do just more than anything, I because it is a time of worship. It just is a different time of worship yeah. through our service. Um, but just giving God thanks for for what he's done through yeah. Jesus, um, you know, thanking him for what he's brought me out mm-hmm. of. Um, and then also just looking to the future, knowing what you, and you talked about that a little bit toward the end yesterday, but knowing what Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, um, ultimately means for my future and
0: mm-hmm. my eternity. Yep. I agree, and I, and I do the same thing. I try to, I try to get that visual picture of Jesus. But I, uh, I also think about, and then you know when I'm, I, I thank God and I remember for for what He's done because He's commanded me to do that to to remember, right? Remember right. what that was about. Exactly. So I do that. But I also start kind of down the same road, but um, that how I am reconciled, how He's reconciled me, how He's given me His righteousness, how, you know, how He's made me stand before God pure and clean, and I don't. And truthfully, can I be honest? I don't really understand that, right? I I just I I trust God's word, right? That's what it says, so I believe it. But to totally get that I am righteous and pure before God, and I know what I've done in my past, I was gonna say we don't understand it, and we don't deserve it either. We absolutely don't. So, and so I start thinking about that. So here is the thing that I said yesterday that um, you know, um, you know, we have to realize that we're reconciled to Jesus Christ, and He is we're reconciled because He initiated that with us. That's like the, the suha. So my other point was, is it doesn't make any sense if I hold grudges against you. Right. Or if you hold grudges against somebody because of what we have been reconciled through. So, um, but yeah, I thought that was really good just to kind of take a break to, to go through the communion time together in the middle of the sermon. I just thought it was kind of neat to, to do that in a different way. It was good. Yeah. So, um, but, um, What'd you think about Francine Rivers' quote?
1: Okay, I thought it was good. I'm not really sure who she is, but that was very, very good. I don't have it. Where is it? She
0: says, "Imagine if we went against the grain of culture with the amazing love and power of God. What would be different in our personal world? I will never be able to show the power or the love of God if I've never experienced it in my life. Yeah, that's pretty good." How am I going to show the love and the light and the love of God and the power of God if I've never experienced the power of the love and the right. light of God? Right. That is
1: very good. Yeah, and it's just a great reminder that it starts with us. Exactly. You know, it can start with us and it's that, you know, whole parable that Jesus told about, you know, take the take the plank out of your eye first before you worry about the speck in your friend's exactly. eye. But you know, I have to work on pure making sure that my heart's purified and that I'm walking mm-hmm. on the right path. Before I, I worry about anybody else. Exactly. And then it's all, you know, it really is all about building those relationships. Um, and, and having that, you know, you can talk with those guys you're talking mm-hmm. to, you know, in a loving way, but being brutally honest because you have a relationship exactly. with them. And so we, but we have to allow God to work in our lives first. But we have to experience God's love first. Um, and sometimes that means allowing God to work through your junk. Exactly. Sometimes it means allowing God to expose your junk,
0: expose your sin, and, and working through that, too. Exactly, 100%. And, you know, God working in your life and allowing Jesus Christ to take over your life and work. Following Jesus Christ... Is allowing him to shepherd our life, correct? Yes. Yep. He does that. And so yesterday I, as I kind of got winding, I was winding down, I t- told everybody, I was like, I've been, I read a few weeks ago about um, modern day shepherds and I kind of asked the question, did you guys know that there's still shepherds? I didn't. I didn't either. I had no idea there was still modern shepherds. I just day figured they shepherds. put sheep out in a pen and they did their thing. I had no idea that they had shepherds. But anyway, I was impressed by that. But what I, what I, what I said was that The article that I read said that the modern day shepherds still have to shepherd like they did, you know, thousands of years ago, where they use their staff to guide and they, you know, sometimes have to prod and they have to lead them to water. And then they, what they do is they show them little tufts of grass that they can eat or little pockets of grass where they can eat because the sheep will literally walk over top the grass if the shepherd doesn't point it out and have them stop. And so that got me thinking about Jesus Christ being the shepherd of my life. Yes of what He does for me every day and my relationship with Him where He shows me where I need to go, where He shows me, even when I'm going through a tough time, He may point something out to me and just give me something for that moment to sustain my life and to sustain my soul. And And I read the Scripture from John 10, verse 11 and verses 14 and 15, and I, I love this about Christ. He's like, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep, and I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep. And I love that, that he knows us, and they know me. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father, so I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I absolutely love that, knowing Mm -hmm. that Jesus is the shepherd, he guides me, but he's also, he sacrificed his life for me. This goes back to Suha again. Yeah. It exactly back to the Suha moment. Exactly. So I think I uh, kind of talked a little bit about you know how God's been working in my life for the past three or four or five years. Yep. And it's not always been easy, and you know He stretched me and growing. I mean, you've had me. to deal with me. I've so had to deal that. with you, and um most of all, I've had to deal with myself to be right. honest. Right. You know, you know how that is. I get that. Yeah, with me. Mm-hmm. That too. I get that. <laughs> no, yeah, <right. laughs> but I, I, I told everybody I've landed on a passage and I know this is a crazy passage because it's so good. It's so good and it's so read too much, probably. Yeah, probably. But it's Psalm 23. Can it be read too much? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I, I the, and I read this from the, the NLT because I love the way they did this because it's kind of a different tone. Mm-hmm. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. I mean, think about that statement. He lets me rest in green pastures. He leaves me besides peaceful streams. He renews my strength. Yeah. Jesus is my shepherd. I have everything I need. Yeah. He's going to give me the strength that I need. He's going to give me exactly what I need. All I have to do is trust him. Mm -hmm. That's up to me.
1: Yep. And there's one word there that we get confused with, that I think if we had a better understanding or we're just honest with ourselves, that... We would, we would understand our dependence on God, and that's need. Yeah, because so often today, and, and and our culture is telling us you can have what you want, you can be what you want. Exactly, it's all about what you want, 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 want. Exactly, well, it's not about what I want. No, yeah. it's about yeah. what I need, and God provides what I need. Yes, God gives me everything I need and some. A lot of times, He gives me what I want to. Exactly, but if if I had nothing but Him. I would have all that I needed.
0: Exactly, and, that's and good so quotable, that's, that's very good and quotable. The, I need to use that. You'll put my bitmoji
1: up. Get I will. I'll
0: get, I'll get you <laughs> one. Yeah, but I, I gr- and I agree with that. And you know, the the series we've been in has been called the Road to Redemption, right? And everybody that we've talked about, and even ourselves, and even yesterday, as Jesus is writing in town on Palm Sunday, and the suha, and everything is all about redeeming us. Yeah. It is redemption And I have been redeemed from my sins But I think I asked a question yesterday But don't you feel like that God is redeeming you every day Every single day because It's there's a process things, Yeah, well, like I said I've been struggling with things since I've been 17 mm-hmm. and 18 Still struggling today And so this is a process And and I don't get discouraged by that anymore Right Because right. I can see how I've changed But I also know i got a long way to go Right So my ho- total redemption won't take place Until I'm actually standing toe-to-toe with God Right And I get that And so sometimes I think as a person who follows Christ And we're Christians, we think, well, I've been a Christian this long. Why am I still struggling? We think we need to be perfect. No. No. I think in our being imperfect, it shows us how perfect Christ is. And so, again, it goes back to the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He's going to give me the strength for that. Yeah. And I read a small, plain quote from John Piper. Very simple from John Piper. Go for it. He said, Redemption is not
1: perfection. I'm going to read that again. Redemption is not perfection. Perfection. The redeemed must realize their imperfections.
0: That's very quotable, and that's very easy to mm-hmm. from, from him.
1: And everything you just said is like I just got this image in my mind of like a map quest map. Okay. You know, we're on a journey. We are. We're, we're on a road trip, and, and we can see where we've been, and we know where we've come yeah. from, but we're not at the finish line yet. And, and we know where we're going, and if we stay on the right road— and if we make the right turns, we follow God's exactly. direction in our lives, then we're going to cross that finish line. Exactly. You know, but it's not like we've arrived. We haven't arrived. It's we're exactly. continuing to work, we're continuing to chisel away at the the junk in our lives, at the sin in our lives. Exactly. But we can also see where we've come from and see what God has brought us through and where God has has led us to. But we also know that we're not he's not done with us yet. Exactly. And, and so we have to continue down that that road.
0: I love that. So it was a good day yesterday and um we're about to wrap the series up on Sunday uh with Easter. Yep. Can you believe it's, it's going to be a good day. 5 weeks. This has been 5 weeks, but um that is crazy. So yeah, let me encourage you guys uh for um Sunday uh, this coming Sunday Easter if you're listening if you can try to get to church a little bit early And allow space for new people Who are going to come in later Yeah, move Some into of the, the old middle timers. of the pews. Yeah, kind of squeeze in a little bit Be aware of new faces mm-hmm. that you see And people that are bringing uh you know, guest with them, just, just be aware of that. Right. And be mindful. I know you all have your, some of you have your regular seats, but be aware just that Sunday. Right. You know, um, you know, if you need to move in, if you need to step out to let somebody in, invite them to step beside you. If, if you've got the only seat open, just, just do that. And also Friday. Good Friday service. Right? Yeah. Good Friday. Six o'clock.
1: Six o'clock. Have Thanks. a special guest, uh, co-worship leader with me. Willie
0: Nelson. Willie Nelson. Awesome. I can't wait up. Yep. He I'm Shaved his head though, didn't he? He did shave his head. Yeah, got a little heavier, but that's a little okay. heavier. Yeah, uh, Willie's Willie, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Brandon and his dad are going to be uh, leading uh, worship. Looking forward to that. That's uh, this Friday night at six o'clock, probably just right under an an hour or so. And mm-hmm. then again uh, Sunday, April seventeenth at nine and ten thirty, and um, we're going to talk about hope. And man, this is the most hopeful day. Well, actually, not really, because if you're a Christian, everything every day's April. Easter. Yeah, exactly. And then we also have, uh, the young at heart coming up that's going to take place on Saturday, April the 23rd. That is this Saturday, right? Yes. No. No. That's two Saturdays. That's two Saturdays from now. Yeah. I got way ahead of myself. Five o'clock or five thirty and they're eating turkey and dressing. Wow. Is it November already? November already. Felt like it on Saturday. <laughs> and then they're playing Bible bingo. Bingo. Are oh, they having? A- for money, I don't know. I hope so. I'm coming. Awesome, wouldn't it? I'm not old enough. If you need any uh, more information, contact Glenn and, Glenn and Lisa Smith at RCCYAH at gmail dot com. And then, monthly night of prayer tomorrow night. That is true. Monthly night of prayers tomorrow night at um, six, six o'clock. o'clock. Sanctuary Mhm. should be good. Come out and join us and. Well, we, we just pray for what you've come in with on your heart and pray for whatever we want to need to pray about. And yep. if it takes us 15 minutes, it'll be 15. If it takes us three hours, Brandon will take you, I'm going to be there an hour now. Yeah, that'd be past your bedtime. Way, <laughs> Way past, past, past your bedtime. bedtime. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sunday, April 24th. You know what that is? Sunday, April the 24th is pizza. Pizza? Oh yeah. With with the staff. The staff. Yeah. And those, that's for anybody who's brand new to RCC over the last 24 months. And if you're new during this time, we, we want you to have pizza with us and get to know us. We would like to get to know you as the staff will introduce ourselves. And, uh, but you're going to have to go online and sign up at richwood.church.com. Forward slash sign up, or you can email the church or call. We need to get a number yep. so we can have enough pizza uh, for everybody.
1: That is correct. I've and got to go crucial. on and sign up because my son will be here, and, and he's going to eat a lot of pizza. he will light into some
0: pizza. And so also, Wednesday, April 27th from 630 to 8. You know what's going on starting that night? The Chosen. The Chosen. Um, yeah, I think we're planning on coming to that. Are you? Yeah. So that'll be fun. We're going to have to because –
1: Every time Allie and I go to watch an episode, she falls asleep.
0: What if she falls asleep here? Yeah. As
1: long as she doesn't snore, I don't care. Popcorn? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Perfect. So the chosen April 27th 630 to 8, um, um, if you need to, we do, they do want you to sign up at richwood.church forward slash sign up to let you know because they're going to have materials to hand out. Yes. To you, so yeah, there's going to be kind of up. a plan yep. on
1: that because we can't watch every episode here. And so I think they've got right. kind of a plan on how to mm-hmm. maybe watch an episode at home and then we're, they'll watch an episode here and they'll talk about them. And I'm looking forward to that because there's so much good content
0: yeah. in that. Yep. That'll be really good. And then we have a new sermon series starting on April 24th. Yes, we do. Are you ready? What's the name of it? You know, do you have grit? Do you have grit? It's going to be good. It is going to be good. Do you, um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And, um, there's really not a biblical term for grit, but there is kind of a term for grit. It's not a definition, but the terms would be steadfast endurance, you know, Keeping at your post and the determination to remain at your post no matter what happens or to you or, or whatever. So I'm hoping that you guys will, um, enjoy that and I'm sure some people won't, but I will. I know you will. Maybe,
1: right? The graphic looks like a, oh man, it's like Clint Eastwood. Almost kind of like
0: fistful of dollars, like yeah. old school Clint Eastwood. Yeah, we were, we were debating about like on that first Sunday if we should, um, I know. think we ought to wear cowboy hats. Well, we could actually do that actually, but, um, we were debating that first Sunday if we should, um, you know, maybe play during the countdown, you know, some kind of old, uh, you know, Western theme or whatever, you know,
1: I think we should
0: be your you intro
1: music. Have, have that plan as you come up. Do you have grit? I think that would be awesome. How much will you give me if I ride a horse up through the middle aisle on that Sunday?
0: Okay, I got a question. Who's going to clean up after that horse? (laughs) See me, see me with my guitar on that horse. Yeah, do we do we have Todd following behind with a shovel and a? uh... (laughs) As long as it's a horse with no name, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's a a good group, America. Yeah, you you don't know who that is, do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I know that song. That's a good song. To the desert on a horse with no name, dude. You're t- that's like a fifty-year-old song now. It's a good song, man. It is that. That group is timeless. Yeah, I love that group. I like to get a like a. Do they even make CDs anymore? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to get one. My car doesn't have a CD player. Fortunately, my truck does. I think the year after, or maybe two years after, they they ditched them.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've got a ton of CDs though. It's like, man. That's a lot, though. You know, you got CDs in your center console there. It's like, I still do, yeah. They're trying crazy. to figure out what yeah. you're going to listen to. sift through. You're running off the road. Yeah. I'm going to get an 8-track player put in my car.
0: Dude, we're getting long in the tooth here today.
1: Yeah, we are. So we can uh, wrap it up. Um, thanks for joining me. That was, I took us way down the... A rabbit trail with Disney plus and Adidas and Starbucks and you name it. So. No,
0: you're good. Everything's good. Everything's fine. It's stuff that needs to be talked about is on everybody's mind. And, um, but thank you guys for hanging in there and jo- um, joining in along with us whenever you might listen to this. And, um, if you are not in our neck of the woods, if you're not in our neck of the woods, On Sunday, we're hoping and praying that you will connect with the church and be a part of a church on Easter Sunday that you might be able to hear the the wonderful news that Jesus Christ loved you, died for your sins, and he is alive today. If you are in our neck of the woods, we encourage you to come bring somebody with you and plan to be with us, and we're just going to worship. We're going to have a great day, and we're going to hopefully pack in here and— yep. We're going to prepare and add some seats in that. So Yes, we are. And then also thank you t- again to my son Dustin for sending um, coffee from Jungle Gems, Gorilla Espresso. We've about drained the pot. Well, I've had one cup. Your cup's bigger than mine. My cup is bigger, but he's been over like five times getting coffee. I was up once during the podcast. Okay, well bet you have to Come go to the bathroom but we'll, I we'll do <laughs> yeah, yeah so with that
1: with that we hope you have a wonderful week don't forget to like subscribe pass this along to somebody else share it on facebook whatever um but we hope you have a great week and um we hope you yeah stay grounded stay grounded
0: have a good peace <laughs>